Thank you for tuning in to the Everyday Christian Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we show that God deserves every praise from every creature every day. Here is your host, Chase Green. Hello and welcome to Season 4, Episode 6 of the Everyday Christian Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Green. This is Season Number 2 with the Scattered Abroad Network of Podcasts. You can find the Scattered Abroad Network in the App Store, whether you're on uh, iTunes or uh, Google Play or, or what have you. And you can also find us at our website at scatteredabroad.org. Highlighting one of our Scattered Abroad Network podcasts today, we want to highlight the Weathering the Storm podcast with Drew Suttles. This is a podcast that premieres every Thursday at the Scattered Abroad Network. This is a podcast that helps us to weather the various storms of life by sustaining an unwavering faith in God. Drew Suttles does a very good job of encouraging you, the listener, to get through the various trials and tribulations that you might have, and I would encourage you to check out that podcast every Thursday at the Scattered Abroad Network. Also, I'd like to take this time to remind you to like our pages on Instagram and Facebook, uh, follow them, and share those if you don't mind. That would greatly help us. And also, I would encourage you to uh, rate our podcast, the various podcasts, all of them, in the App Store that you listen to the podcast on, that helps us as well. It helps uh, more people see those various podcasts. So if you could do that, that would definitely help us out a lot. Well, today on the Everyday Christian Podcast, we're going to continue our discussion on James chapter 3. James chapter 3, part 2, verses 13 through 18. This is certainly, again, a very practical book, the book of James. And last week, you might remember we talked about the sins that we all tend to struggle with, at least most of us, the sins of the tongue. Well, this week on the podcast, we're going to continue discussing sins that we all have likely struggled with at some point. Uh, Bitterness, envy, selfishness, and how about this? Demonic wisdom. Hmm, that's going to be interesting. We'll get to that in just a moment. First of all, let's look at verse number 13, proof of wisdom. If you remember what we talked about very briefly at the beginning of our study of James, James is sometimes referred to as the Proverbs of the New Testament. And what does the the book of Proverbs deal with? Well, it deals with wisdom or prudence. Well, this verse, uh, verse number 13, tells us about wisdom. By the way, I want you to make sure and make the connection with chapter 1, verse 5, which reminds us, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. So this New Testament book of wisdom, if you will, reminds us that we need to ask God for wisdom. So uh, asking God through prayer for wisdom combined with our study of God's Word and and then putting His Word into practice by making those applications in our lives will help us to be wise. Let's look at verse number 13. Who is wise and understanding among you? 
Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. So what is the answer to this rhetorical question? Well, it depends. This is a thought-provoking question. Probably if you were to ask the average person on the street if they were wise, I bet more times than not people would say, Oh, yes, I'm wise. But James asks this. He says, Who is wise in understanding among you? And the answer is that those who are truly wise are those who do what he says here. By good conduct, they show that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. Hmm. Meekness of wisdom. There is humility to wisdom then, isn't there? Well, if you were to ask the average person on the street, and the average person says, oh yes, I'm very wise, I'm the most wise person in my family, then that's probably not characterizing this idea of meekness, is it? It's, it's not characterizing humility. Have you ever been a coach of a sports team? What do you know about players on a sports team? They have to be teachable, don't they? Sure, uh, pure athleticism goes a long way in sports, but so does teachability. And I don't know about you, but if I'm a coach, I'd rather have the guy who's not quite as good of an athlete, but he works really hard and he's teachable. And he's not a ball hog, and and he's humble. I'd rather have him than the guy who's the natural athlete, but he doesn't try, he doesn't practice, and he's not teachable. So teachability is extremely important. And James says here that we have to have this meekness, this teachability, this humility about us in order to receive, to be taught of God, this wisdom. We have to be meek. We have to have good conduct as well if we can expect to gain wisdom. How is wisdom gained? Well, number one, we have to pray for it. Number two, we have to study. We have to uh, meditate on the Word of God. And number three, we have to put it into practice through practical experience. You see, those who are older typically, hopefully, are wiser, right? Because they have so much life experience. So we need to pray for wisdom. We need to uh, study God's Word for wisdom and combine that with the various experiences of a faithful Christian life. That will help us to gain wisdom. And by the way, we don't need to be arrogant and call ourselves wise in that sense. Uh, That's a very important point that James is making here as well. Uh, There's not arrogance in true wisdom. There's humility. Well, verses 14 through 16, we're going to find what I refer to as the opposite of wisdom. Verse number 14 says, But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. In other words, this kind of sinful attitude is contrary to truthfulness, to realness, we might say. You ever know somebody who is a fake? Somebody who acts one way uh, when they're around you, but then they act completely different around other people? That's being fake. That's being hypocritical. 
if they're acting like a Christian on the one hand and acting completely the opposite on the other hand, then they're not a faithful Christian, they're not wise, and quite frankly, they're not somebody that I really want to be around. Well, we need to just be real with people. I I think we need to admit that none of us are perfect. We need to have an attitude of what you see is is what you get. And we don't need to have this attitude of two-facedness or phoniness. What feeds into two-facedness? James says here, bitter envy and self-seeking. Selfishness, selfish ambition. Uh, The King James says strife. You ever known somebody who was so obsessed with rising to the top of the ladder that he didn't care who he squashed on the way to the top? He was just cutthroat. Selfishness. Don't be that guy or that girl that you are so ambitious that you are willing to hurt people to fulfill your ambitions. What about bitter envy? Have you ever met someone who was just so bitter in their envy towards someone that they just despised that person behind their back and they couldn't wait to see that person fall or be hurt? People can become consumed with bitterness and envy toward other people. And it's very unhealthy and not to mention downright sinful to have that mindset. We are to have the mindset of caring about others and Uh, Doing unto others as we would have them do unto us, the golden rule. The opposite of the golden rule is bitterness and envy. Well, let's look at verse number 15. James says, This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. Selfishness, bitterness, envy, self-seeking, quote-unquote, wisdom is not true wisdom, At all. Arrogant wisdom, quote-unquote, is not true wisdom at all. It, It doesn't come from God. Only good things come from God. We've seen that in this book. Well, what do these things come from? They come from the devil. So this false sense of wisdom is earthly, it's sensual, and it is demonic. Thus, we need to, as Christians, uh, be constantly on guard to make sure that we don't have a false sense of arrogant wisdom. No, we need to have humble and meek, true wisdom that comes from God. Verse number 16 says, For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. You get wrapped up in envy in selfishness, you're going to find yourself wrapped up in all kinds of problems. Think about the family strife that has happened throughout history because someone got jealous. Someone got envious. Someone got selfish. I have a sermon that I sometimes like to preach called Family Drama. You think about all the family drama that has occurred in the Bible. Think about the family drama that occurred when Jacob showed preferential treatment to Joseph, and his brothers hated him because of their envy. Think about everything that happened because of that. They hated him so much that they dropped him down into that pit, and then 
they sold him to the Ishmaelites who took him to Egypt. Now, we know it turned out good for everybody, but still, what a terrible thing to do to your brother, all because of bitterness and envy. Think about the drama that unfolded when Hagar and Ishmael were sent away by Abraham. To this day, uh, what has that resulted in? Well, the Arabs, the descendants of Ishmael, they absolutely hate the descendants of Isaac, don't they? The, The Jews. Where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. We have to be extremely careful not to get caught up in envy and self-seeking, selfishness and ambition. It will get us into a whole lot of trouble, and uh, it's going to cause a lot of confusion, a a lot of evil things. Think about that at the congregational level. You think that that can cause some problems? Oh, yeah. It can cause a lot of problems, and uh, that's, quite frankly, how church splits occur. Well, finally, verses 17 through 18, I want us to notice the wisdom that is from above. James has just been talking about the false wisdom that is demonic, that is from below. Well, now we're going to notice the wisdom that is from above. Verse number 17 But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and of good fruits, without partiality, and without hypocrisy. How do you know if something is wisdom from God instead of this veiled false wisdom so-called from the devil? Give it the James 3 verse 17 test. Is it pure? Psalm 12, verse 6 says, The words of the Lord are pure words, like silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Is it peaceable? Great peace have those who love God's law. Psalm 119, verse 165. Peace is also a fruit of the Spirit, isn't it? Galatians 5, verses 22 and 23. Is it gentle? Gentleness is a fruit of the Spirit. You know, we used to refer to people as ladies and gentlemen, and that meant something. Today, you look at the average man in society, and he's not a gentleman. Same could be said of of ladies. They're not ladylike. So we need to assess that. We need to make sure that we as everyday Christians uh, are those gentlemen, are those ladies as it pertains to our gentleness and our kindness, our, our demeanor, our politeness. What about this one? Is it willing to yield? How many people are willing to yield the floor and not talk over another person these days? Not very many. You know, I've heard it said before that God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. The idea being that maybe we should listen about twice as much as we talk. Certainly, we need to think before we talk. Well, a lot of people don't do that. They'd rather uh, talk over someone else because it's all about them. It's all about their self-seeking. Well, that's not wise. Is it full of mercy? Is it full of good fruits? 
Jesus said, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Jesus also said, You shall know them, those who follow him, by their fruits. Do we show mercy to others? Are we fruitful in our walk with Christ? Finally, James says, This wisdom, which is from above, is without partiality. We talked a a lot about that in chapter 2 in our study of the book of James. And he also says it's without hypocrisy. Well, we just talked about that recently as well. We are not to show show partiality toward uh, one particular group of people instead of the other. We are not to be guilty of racism or showing partiality to one particular uh, social class versus another, uh, the wealthy instead of the poor, as we have talked about, so on and so forth. Hypocrisy, we are not to uh, look in the mirror and say, oh yeah, everything looks great, and then keep on walking and not be doers of the law, right? Uh, We talked about that in James chapter 1 as well. So we're not to be hypocrites. We are to not be play actors, We are to be the real deal as Christians. If we have true wisdom, that's exactly what we will be, and we will not be partial or hypocritical. Well, finally, verse number 18, James says this, Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. How is your yield of peaceable fruit lately. Is your life a quiet and peaceable life, 1 Timothy 2, verse 2? Or is it filled with chaos? If it is filled with chaos, could it be that you're wrapped up in some of the sins that we've talked about in this episode? Bitterness, envy, selfishness, hypocrisy. Now, we would all admit that sometimes chaos comes from other people, and we can't help that. I'm reminded that Paul said in Romans 12, verse 18, if it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. So we understand that sometimes there's going to be chaos in our lives from those around us, but what if there's chaos in our lives because we have gotten bogged down with some of these sins, and we're part of the problem. You see, we need to make sure that as much as is possible, as much as depends on us, we live peaceably with all men. We need to pray that we can live quietly and peaceably among all men, 1 Timothy 2, verse 2. Certainly something for all of us to think about, the wisdom that is from above, rather than the wisdom that is from below. Join us next week on the Everyday Christian Podcast. We'll be looking at James chapter 4. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms and please leave us a rating or review. 
We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.